Masters and ghettos popping King of the past, present, future, my ancestors watching King of the culture, king of the soldiers, king of the bloodshed King of the wisdom, king of the ocean, king of the respect King of the optimistic and dreamers that go and get it King of the winners, district and geniuses with conviction King of the fighters, king of the fathers, king of the belated King of the answer, king of the problem, king of the forsaken King of the empathy and resentment, king of remorse King of my enemies, may they fall to feed, I rejoice King of the skyscrapers, dodging haters, broke religion Nine faces, go against the mind, race them with precision I embrace them with collision, kings did a king's vision Black Panther, King Kendrick, all hell the king I dropped a million tears, I know several responsibilities put me here I don't pedal backwards, but I live old-fashioned The lens that I'm looking through won't prescribe you the right glasses Masses are now free, ashes I'm dumping out about to spread all across seas Sisters and brothers in unison, not because of me Because we don't glue with the opposition, we glue with peace But still to fuck up your organization Yo, what it do, what it do, what it do, it's your boy Marky B Hey <laughs> <laughs> Yes, who? Chrissy D. Hey, I know that voice sound familiar. It's been a minute. What it do, Chris? Man, dog, we back. We back in the mix. Back in the mix, man. I'm sorry. I ain't forgot about you, boys. Yeah, Just you, been, you your like boy it. had to get the second job, so. Yeah, I know. You be working, bro. You on that the come up. The come up. Well, you know, hey, you, you know what I did see last week, though? What was that, Ah, your boy had to go on and see. What <laughs> time uh, that, uh, that Black Panther, yeah. young boy. That reminded, on opening night. It reminded you of home? Hey, first of all, motherfucker. <laughs> first of all, I've never been there. Hey. hey Se- second of all, second of all, if that's what fucking Africa look like, uh, you know, you wouldn't have to tell me because, you know, I told you I'm royalty over there. Yeah, I, so I, you know, I, I just saw, I just, you know, that's what I think, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. As long as you uh, make that disclaimer, that's what you think. That's, that's, what, my, that's what my dad said, the same dad <laughs> that, uh, that left me. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, you ain't gonna worry about that. Yeah, but, but basically, they, I, what they depicted, they depicted that city of, you know, the city where all of them from, Black Panther and shit, Wakanda. Yeah. And I felt I, I felt they did that in a good light, man. It was a real good light. Yeah. It's, it's good to finally see something positive, exactly. positive oh. about Africa coming out. You know, yeah. And then, and then I, I'm not. I didn't give no spoiler, spoiler warning before I start, cause I, you know, I'm do my best to to look out for everybody, all y'all who ain't seen it yet. But um, so I can't. You know, I'm trying not to say too much. But you know, basically, in one you know, one part of the movie, the government basically was like, basically asking him, like, you know, because well, what can we, you know, what can we learn from a from a country of farmers? And then you know, him being a a humble dude, him being humble and all that, he just said, you know, he just smirked and said, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, and this this one one, but at least in their universe, this is a one of the most technologically advanced countries because of you know what happened there and all that. So yeah. I feel I feel like that was kind of cool that how they how they getting down with that. Yeah, did you you saw all the way to the end, right? To like the um after all the, the way to the end, man, from beginning to end. Yeah, man, it was like so I was like I'm not a big Marvel fan or nothing like that, but I, I keep up with like the Avengers and stuff like that. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I seen uh, the second Avengers. So who was that? So if, if you, who was that uh, uh, one arm dude at the end? Go ahead, go ahead. 
at the at the at the end of the credits, who's that one armed dude? Hello. Yeah, you hear me? Please stand by as we go through these technical difficulties. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in just a minute. I, I am a Marvel fan, but like I haven't been keeping up with. It. I don't go out and see every movie. Like, of course, I ain't seen none of the Thors. Um, yeah, so you ain't, you ain't no uh, real fan. None of, none of the Captain Americas. I I, I watched Spider Man, Avengers, and all that. I just haven't hey, seen well, the second one. You see, know? I don't I don't know if you can hear me, but any of y'all that can hear me out there, don't don't get no iPhone because. You gotta see the answer. Man, say I can hear you, dog. We hear oh, you. Oh, 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 you can hear me now. Yeah, you showing up on the uh on the audio, but I guess you just can't hear me. That's your call. That's on your side. You I, 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 I got I got you now. What's up, man? Okay. I to... okay. So after the end of the credits, like after all the credits rolled, who's the one armed dude at the end? Well of uh Black Panther? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you so now now you want some information? Yeah, well, is it is that important? Is he like a special person or something? Cause I ain't. I ain't yeah, that him. he's he's really he's really important. That's um that's a dude from Cap- the Captain America series. See, okay? see, but you him. as as you know, the, all the shit's connected in the Marvel world, so yeah. they'll all eventually be in the movie. Yeah, I gotta, but I gotta basically, go back and watch that then. Basically, that guy was kind of like he was. He was he he started he was alive back with Captain America right so that's way back way back nineteen forty type shit maybe even earlier than that but they had frozen frozen in like cryo cryo stasis where he won't age and shit and the people who froze him programmed his mind to you know like when he when they woke him up they would do some cold words and then he would just you know basically become a a weapon for him like he'd be a mindless weapon. He'll go take a hit out on whoever they ask him to. Well, basically, in, in like the last Captain America movie, spoilers, even though you yeah, four years mean, late, yeah, four, four years yeah. late and shit. And into that movie, you know, he basically kind of he basically tries to get help from uh, from the city of Wakanda. That was a, a end credit scene in one of the Captain America movies, I believe. <laughs> So that's why in this movie he's already there, but see they've already helped him, so we're seeing him wake up. Okay, so and then you're not giving away too much information by saying who he is, are you? No, no, no. Everybody, yeah, Bucky Barnes. Everybody knows about Bucky Barnes, man. He been he been around for about four or five movies now. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, cause I had a date. I went on a date, and I was telling, yeah, I watched the Avengers or whatever, and then we mm-hmm. stayed around to like the end of the credits, and she was like, and then you ain't even know who that who was. Who is that? I was like, oh shit, oh no, he do. You be lying out here, I tell you. She gonna she gonna see one of them come on USA be like, no, no, I thought. <laughs> that this nigga said he was new, man. What, what's going on? Yeah, she ain't gonna remember. Like, you know. And then, as far as like, as, you know, you know how sometimes they like, if the movie's trying to be funny, it comes across as cheesy, right? Yeah. And a little, or a little like it's forced. Yeah. Or well, in this one, you know, I ain't, I ain't the nigga that's gonna be just laughing at bullshit because the rest of the people in the theater laugh. But I call my, I call myself chuckling a little about yeah, <laughs> two or three funny. two or three. Hey, little little sister was funny as shit, man. Yeah. 
She was funny. That nigga pulled through sandals. I ain't gonna give it away. Yeah. What is that? What is that? He said, hey, you like that right there? Put his foot up like he was styling, boy. Yeah, yeah, Get like your old Usain Bolt crusty feet looking at. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I might have to definitely go see that shit again. I don't mind spending that money. But, but now, nah, nigga, you ain't gonna be able to see it for probably got two weeks until the hype die down again. Shit, I thought that's what I thought. Um, this weekend or whatever, but I went like on six o'clock on the Saturday, right? Like in the afternoon, mm-hmm. I went to okay. pick up the tickets. The only showing they had was eleven thirty, bro. Eleven thirty at night. So I'm like, damn. And I already promised this girl that I'd take her to go see it. So I was mm-hmm. like, is this some, this some lady you want to put on blast on there right now? Nah, what's nah, name? Nah. She, she, she don't need all that attention. Well, what's her name? Hello? You know, you know oh, hello? You, know, you don't need all that attention, bro. You know what I'm saying? That, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's, yeah. We cool. Okay. We, we just friends and stuff. But, mm-hmm. All right. But, yeah, so so i promised her whatever and i had to call her like you cool with 11 30 and she's like yeah i guess so we didn't leave the movie until like two o'clock in the morning bro. it was club hours but shit, it, was, it was worth it though bro i wouldn't but i mean did, did y'all at least have some good seats oh yeah we had some good good ass seats bro we had sat like yeah. right in the middle Sons of bitches. Excuse me, lame. You want to know where, where my seat was? So I went and see and saw this on Oprah. This, you know, the first night it came out. Oh, you looking up? They basically just pulled up some domino chairs. Like we about to play some bones <laughs> in the uh, in the handicapped areas, and that extra that was our chair. They had to pull the extra seats out. Where you go? You said what? I said they had to pull the extra seats out. Yeah, they pulled them little foldable metal bitches out. Which one did you, you know go to? You, that you get at the family reunion? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The oh, well, you know, I'm out here in Dallas now, so we went to uh, this place called uh, the uh, what's the Alamo. Bro, I've been wanting to go there, dog. I've been wanting they they like serve it's basically beer. like a beer. Yeah, it's ba- they got food too, though. Yeah, it's like a studio movie grill, yeah. basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I've been wanting to go there. Is it expensive? One more time. I said I've been wanting to go there. Is it expensive? Man, that was my first time there too. Yep, yep. It's yeah. about the same, same prices like studio type shit. Okay. Ticket was, you know, ticket was thirteen bucks. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, if you you if you already planning to, to go ahead and do that, go ahead and take your lady up there. But you, you just be ready to spend a little bread because yeah. she gonna be looking at you. I'm hungry. Hey. You know, you know. I don't gotta tell you niggas yeah, out here. Yeah, you know how the game go. I know how. The yeah. Game go. Yeah. I already know how the game go. The way I played it, we went so late, you know. I was like, I hope you ate. But, you know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't about to spend no money uh, at no Eating this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She bought her a drink. That shit was $12.99, bro. Y'all niggas should have went to, uh, she ain't bring a big purse, or y'all go to Dollar General first. Nah, Stop we, playing. We didn't, <laughs> nah, we didn't. We didn't Okay, because oh, we ain't got to go show support since it's for the nigga movie. Yeah. See, us, bro, black people, man, y'all ain't right. It's okay. Nah, bro, because when you uh, buy concession stuff, that go to the movie theater. That ain't, ain't even, uh, that's not even uh, like a um, statistic, I guess like a, those numbers don't. A factor in the amount of money they make. Yeah, they don't even go to the movie. It's, uh, that's what I'm saying. I would, I wouldn't even bother that drink. We gotta get a, we can get a can of Big Red for me and a, uh, a can of Dr. Pill for you. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but what you what you think about like the whole? I don't know if y'all was paying attention or whatnot. But you, how you feel about the action in that movie? Man, the action like it seemed like it was nonstop, bro. So like once one storyline ended, the new one started. So like they didn't like make the storylines last too long. So like one of the villains he ended up dying in the middle of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like. Cool. So then the next villain comes up, and they and they had their little interaction, and that mug, then that lasted. So no, it's actually. Pause. Oh, hold on. No, no homo though. This nigga put his shirt back on, bro. Oh, swole ass motherfucker. Who you talking about, uh, Michael? Michael B. B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah that, girl. Bro, always, you, she was like, you got no, time to embarrass everybody know, in the bro. theater and shit, man. I know, got girl, his girl like, with him, yeah. man. God, I, I, Exactly. Like, yeah, what the, nigga, uh, can you can you give me your dad? What's up? What you, what you do? <laughs> I was like, oh, so you you about to pay me back for my ticket? You, you no, no homo But yeah, no, no homo though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very homo, dog. But yeah, I said no homo. No, nah, it don't count. It don't matter. If it's homo, okay. it's homo. But no, all right, no Michael offense, B. Hey, no holla at me, dog. Nah, you gay, dog. That's, that's I'm just talking about his workout regimen, boo. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I'm trying to get swole like that, man. Nah, man. Mm. I know you was getting that with that. But nah, mm, bro, bro yeah. It was actually like three different villains, and none of the story, none of the story, and the storyline didn't last too long with each one. And I like that about it. So it was like. They gave enough actually, time to each, yeah. each villain, right? Yeah, yeah. Enough, the time that's necessary. You know, of course, Michael, everybody know Michael B. Jordan is the. One of the villains in there. They made sure that one lasted like a, a good amount of time. But the other two is pretty, it was pretty short with them. But I like it. I like the movie, man. Even though they still, I like the, uh, I saw your Instagram post about to uh, start calling uh, those people. The colonizers. No, yeah, yeah, colonizers. Yeah, yeah okay. We got some ammunition that. now, yeah. dog. We got ammunition. That. Every time I hear a white person <laughs> say nigga this or nigga that. You better believe I'm finna call him a colonizer right on the spot <laughs> or her colonizer. Yeah, yeah. Listen, colonizer. That's the new wave. You know what I'm saying? And then what you you can't be you can't be mad if somebody call you that. Well, I can't say you can't be, but you shouldn't be. Because, yeah. I mean nothing but truths out here. For real. And I like the storylines behind it, like it, it made sure that of course it was a Marvel movie, but mm-hmm. it also showed black empowerment throughout the movie and Exactly, like man. And it showed it from both sides, you know what I'm saying? From like you know how we we uh how the Africans say that um I guess how how black people can be mad at Africa for like selling us to them and keeping their uh mm-hmm. resources to themselves. But then at the same time, it also shows the American uh the the Americanized black people and how how we might feel about that, you know what I'm saying? And and both both sides they had good points. So it was just like it didn't divide us really, even though like the two main characters. And then yeah, yeah, I I agree with you on that one. And then they they make like it's it's the first movie where to where like the I'm not a hundred percent sold on the on the villain being too bad, you know? Because uh, once once we figure out why he's doing it and what he was doing it for and shit, I'm like damn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess that's kind of a good reason, man. Yeah. All together, bro, I'm giving that a good... It's damn near perfect. So I'm going to say 4.5 out of 5 for me. I'm giving that that mug a 5. It's the best movie. 5 out of 5? Yeah, 5 out of 5, bro. 
It's the best shit. movie I've seen because I, I ain't been in the theaters in a minute, bro. I think the last movie yeah, I saw. You crusty, motherfucker. Yeah, I went to a drive-in, so it really wasn't even no theater. But I saw it, and that was all right. But it's the best movie I've seen in theaters since Get Out. You said five out of five, man. Damn. Yeah, bro, it wasn't too late. Like, hey, well, I, could I can't complain be mad about at it because well, I, I damn near give it five out of five, too. Yeah, for real. Like, if, I, if you had to give it one bad, I guess, um, one bad mark on it, what would it be? Like one bad review type shit? Yeah, like if you had to criticize anything about the movie. If I had to criticize one thing, it'd be like, don't focus too much on like the the CGI and shit when they was, I know it's Black Panther, so you don't have to be a little bit CGI because nigga be flipping and all that shit, but it's 2018, man. I know y'all movie magic got ways of of doing that and making it look real, you know, making it look realistic. But that, I mean, some some shit you can't get around. You trying to make Marvel movies, yeah. so that that's my only complaint. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you can't really be mad at that. But yeah, exactly. I understand you if you didn't really like it. But I felt like it wasn't too much um, CGI. Well, it was necessary. Mm. All the CGI. There really wasn't none at all. It's just on the parts in the fight scenes where he would like do a you know backflip off the car type shit. Okay. You know? yeah. The unrealistic yeah. type stunts is basically there. You go. Yeah. Okay. Like if we we know we know it's not real, but go on and hook them up to the wires and like don't don't <laughs> don't make a computer generated flip. You know yeah. we we could tell that's not a real person. Yeah. Go on and put some wires on them and do the whole shebang bang, man. Yeah, I feel you, bro. Uh, yeah. But you see on like on the social media, um, people on social media, I guess uh, it was some uh, I guess some Caucasian or some colonizers. On, uh, the oh the riot the riot for the get bruh. no they was like saying that uh black people were beating them up and stuff like nigga and come to find just out be full all, on yeah bro it just come out that it was all fake I'm like bro why what's your point of doing that and then like, I was I was seeing this other thing on social media where this one town was basically boycotting the theater the white people because they were showing the movie Black Panther. See, we can't have nothing, bro, that's yeah, like, black empowerment, bro. All you have to do is not come watch it. I don't understand what... I don't know, these colonizers are not playing. It was a good about, It was a good crowd in the theater I was in. It wasn't just... It was mostly black people, but it wasn't just all black people. Yeah, and it, like I said, I ain't going to blame all, all colonizers or all white yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? It was just, you know, you had those bad apples as the media like to call them you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. they, they want to criticize everything that that goes on in the um in the black community but not even if it got shit to do with them. yeah and it's like why it, it, my whole point is why do that why why bring that That's type of negative attention but right I, i'm not understanding that either because it's you know what i mean I, from what i've seen it's been like a collectively positive positive feeling coming with this movie yeah but you know and you always gonna have them bad seeds that wanna wanna throw your train off tracks yeah bro i hear you but all together i enjoy the movie bro i appreciate you uh joining the show today you know what i'm saying we need to get yes lord yes lord come on man you yes, know man. you know my bad I, i've been a little ghost on your bars but i you know we're gonna be back in the mix yeah, we understand bro you gotta get that money but uh appreciate it i gotta call uh What's that, Reggie? Now, 
Next up, my heart. Tell all, tell all my sons, I say y'all be good out here, man. All right, brother, you take it easy, man. All right, dog. All right. Hey, man, uh, we're going to have my boy Reggie on after these words from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Tanita Bailey, the money lady, and today I want to talk to you about fix and flip loans or buy and hold loans. Now, let me tell you a, a little secret about uh, investing in real estate. There's always a way for you to invest in real estate. One, uh, if you have a good property, and two, if you have access to money. Well, if you know the money lady, which is me, and you do because you're watching my video, if you have an opportunity to purchase a property and you need funding and you're going to fix or flip that property, we have a product where you can take advantage of it that allows you to invest in that product with no credit check, no assets verified, and no appraisal. So give me a call and I'll be more than happy to talk with you about our fix and flip programs. Now, if you want to buy and hold, if you want to build your real estate empire, we've got programs for that as well. So give me a call and I'll be more than happy to help you with a fix and flip or a buy and hold product. Um, give me a call. do Reggie what's going on Twitter hey my boy yeah it's just me and you uh, I just got off the phone with the boy Chris not too long ago we talked about the Black Panther for sure I definitely went to go see that almost five you went to go see it what you think of it hey one it's great it's great to see some some shit like that bro. yeah so you just talking about how that the black empowerment right there man Goodness. Yeah. It was like, what, two white people in the movie? <laughs> For real. For real, though. And the one white dude that was in there, they was barking at that. <laughs> <laughs> For real, bro. So how you been, bro? It's been a minute. I know, man. It's been a minute. Boy, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Boy, it's, you know, working. Yeah. yeah. You know how it go. All right. I hear you, bro. You, uh, size of Black Panther, did you uh, see the All-Star game this weekend? Yeah, I saw the All Star game. You know, I, I liked it. How you feel about the new format? I liked it. I like um, them picking the players. You know, but you know, my only thing about it, I feel like the All Star game should have like some type of uh, reward for the winning team. You know what I'm saying? I know they get money, of course, but I think like I think they should split it up in like the West and East still. And just allow a team captain pick any player from the West and any captain pick a team from the East. But I can't complain with the format that they had this year. It caused them to play good. They played defense and stuff like that. So, I mean, it was actually a good-ass game, like, just to watch it. Yeah, it was more competitive than it usually be. They usually just be chilling. I guess LeBron and Stephen actually stepped in there and was like, hey, let's try to do something. I don't know. I still, though. Yeah, like you said, I, I don't know. I still feel like that East versus West, I don't know, that means something. 
Yeah. I don't know, but then again, some players will never get to play with some niggas. You know, like if, if they did it like that, some niggas will never play. Yeah. But it, I, I I rock with it. I don't know for like that that um when it started with the little dribble challenge, you know, the little skills challenge they had. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. You feel me? I love That's I, cool. I love I love the uh, Saturday on whatever they be doing on Saturdays, like the skills things uh-huh. on Saturday. I like um. I don't even know who was it. Spencer Dinwiddle. Spencer even... Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, whatever his name. Yeah, is. yeah. He uh, yeah, he won that. He won that. I seen it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that. I I thought Larry Market was gonna win it for real, for real, cause he cold. Yeah. He slept on. For real, but yeah, I I, I felt like that. Them challenges was like they were meant for like the smaller point guards, but you know, like of course, uh, Porzingis won it last year. You know. He a power forward, but like I would never expect them to start adding a big man because you know they not those playmakers and they don't probably make those type of passes during the game. But they be surprising me though. Yeah, they they but if you look at it, they be getting like selected big man to do that. Like all of, like Larry Marketing, people don't be watching him, bro, because you know, he played for Chicago and they trashed this year. But that dude can hoop, fool. He basically a different version. He like Porzingis, but yeah. less athletic. So but he been putting dudes in there too. He been he been putting boys in the rim. So I mean, them type of players, you know, they make them passes. They can hit the, and that's what yeah, be slept on because the guards be sleeping on the three. Yeah. And Larry Marketing was coming down there, splashing his three on the first try every time. Yeah. The only thing is that pass. You know, you can get that pass off. You good. So the skills challenge is cool. The three point contest is always cool. You yeah, know, it's it's basic. You know what I'm saying, but. You know, it but seemed the, like they weren't him, though. To me, it seemed like they were all, like, even Clay Thompson, he was all. Bro, it, that, they don't never – I mean, it ain't that they don't be hidden, bro. If you watch it a lot, it's just niggas. Clay Thompson, what he did this year – not Clay, but uh, Devin Booker, that 28 was the, the high. That was the um, high, the highest yeah. ever. Yeah. So that lets you know it when all them lights on, it be hard to shoot like that. You yeah. know, Stephen Stephen Clay shot in the last what the year before together. Yeah, you would have think that like would easily. Yeah, he got like twenty eight yeah. last year, but like besides like Devin Booker twenty eight points he scored. Clay, I think yeah, Clay on that last on the last round he did pretty good, but like before mm-hmm. then it was only getting like nineteen points. Nineteen, yeah, like, was in the twenty. Yeah, I'm just like surprised. Uh, Paul George let me down because that was my pick. Yeah, that's my you know that's my boy yeah. Paulie G. Yeah, he let me down, man. He shouldn't. He probably shouldn't go to L.A. if he gonna be shooting like that on that court. Uh, I need him to come. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I I get into that later about him and all that. But yeah, the three point court this was cool. And then the dunk. Man, that, man, that it was. Bogus, bro. I didn't I, like I, it. This like, shit. I got so many like t- uh things I got so many like uh just bad reviews about that, bro. It's like first of all, I felt like Dennis Smith had the best dunk. Of the night, right? Well, I forgot. What, I, for, I forgot all about what he do. The, did he do the um the between the legs three sixty with one hand? You know what I'm saying? Caught it yeah, that that was crazy. Yeah. And when he get on that, he got he got a fifty on that. But the dunk before, even then, he, I feel like he should have got oh, at he least did a forty five. What he? But he tried it like three times, didn't he? Yeah, that was the only. That's thing. what messed him and up. You know, DJ Khaled was the only one. <laughs> Like giving, he was giving everybody the, the <laughs> lowest score. All the judges, he bro. He been the hardest judge. Like bro. this dude is the most unathletic on all the whole judging panel. He's the most unathletic. I think Julius Irving could still be homie, but it was just like you had the audacity 
to give these boys the lowest score and you can't even hit him. <laughs> he, he he can't shoot. You I said you seen that Instagram nothing. video of him shoot. shooting? Yeah, yeah bro. It's so bad. It was horrible, bro. And then like Larry Nash Jr., like I feel like all his, his like dunks his was dunk. bait. No, I feel like they was basic. I seen him before the cradle dunk. Oh, he got a Yeah, he just there. wanted to do his daddy dunk. He yeah. just wanted to do his daddy dunk. I get it, the showmanship and all that, but still like it was but a that dunk, dunk. that dunk he did at the end. Hey, that was kind of different. Yeah, that was the second best dunk. I get it. I was that. like, whoa. Because nobody, I don't think nobody realized what he did until they watched the replay. Yeah, the At first, I thought he I just did that. it. like, But then I was like, whoa. Yeah, I thought he just touched the backboard with the ball. Yeah, that, that's it. what I thought he yeah, did. Wow. I was like, that's trash. Yeah. <laughs> His other three dunks was trash to me. But Donovan Mitchell dunks weren't trash to me. No, nah, they weren't. It was, I think they was hyped. I wouldn't say they was trash, but they were like hype. Like that, that Vince Carter dunk not hype because that's a hard dunk to do. He it's, said he ain't did that in it's six been months. Seen before, bro. It's been seen. It's, that's my whole thing. You can't do something that, that somebody else did. I mean, it's hard not to do that in the dunk contest. It's hard, bro, because when you think about it, the dunks that niggas be winning off of, it's the dunk that we have already seen. I mean, even Jason Richardson, like, I mean, the dunks he was doing when he was winning, Vince had already did that. And then he added the little underleg 360. Yeah, but, like, it'd be the aggression. It just seemed like, to me, it was just like, it, wasn't, it didn't have that power to it. I feel like even now, this Larry was better. Nets. If you're going to do somebody's dunk, at least do it better than what they did. Like, with Jason Richardson, he did it better than what Vince did. I feel like, even though Vince was, his was so hype because it was the first time it's been seen. But Jason Richardson, I feel like he, he had a more emphasis on his dunk and stuff. Wait, he might have had, had more emphasis, but you know, Vince, gonna, Vince got up. So that's what make put Vince over the top. Yeah. He going to give that emphasis. And then I think Vince put his arm in the rim too. That, he was a yeah, dog. Yeah, the first time that's been seen. But I don't think Larry Nash should have been that got out the first round with his uh, nah, first I didn't, two dunks. Yeah, I didn't like his. His first dunk wasn't as – I like the Dennis Smith Jr. first dunk yeah. better than Larry Nash. That little credit – but I mean – it's probably like you said when his daddy out there and that, but that mother wasn't as hot. His daddy shit was more cleaner than his. Yeah, and that and that dunk was done in the seventies or what seventies eighties, whenever. His daddy dunk was I didn't no nah, I didn't like that dunk. But yeah, but he, that, he, uh, it took him a couple times to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it did take him a couple times to do it. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. I feel like he, his, <laughs> he, he like he had. He, I feel like he had, and he was the shorter player. He was the shorter player, so his the difficulty of making the dunks was harder on him. But you know, hey, six three. Him and Donovan Mitchell about the same height. Yeah, I thought Donovan Mitchell was like six five or something. Six five? No, nah, I think that nigga a little too. He. That's why I said I'm more surprised by him because I didn't know he had that bounce. He got some bounce. Yeah, I really didn't know he had that bounce either. Like, I nigga, know I don't think was scoring and stuff. I don't think nigga knew he had that game. I watched his highlights, bro. He had some little pounds. God damn. He was slept on in the draft. Like, nobody was that nigga him. cold. He the, definitely the best rookie right now by yeah, far. And I don't count Ben Simmons yeah, as that's rookie. what I was just about to say. Ben Simmons probably going to win it. But, yeah, he, he, he'll he be a nice runner-up. What you uh, what you think about them other rookies? Kyle Cooper. Man. You know, you know, I'm rocking with our wikis, bro. People still sleep on Lonzo, and everybody got question marks. But I'm not gassing that right now. The nigga is a rookie, bro. Everybody don't come in and be Donovan Mitchell's and Kyle Kuzma. Other niggas got to play different. 
I think I think we're gonna be straight, bro. And we can literally a big free agent. We're gonna be straight. Uh, ben Simmons, you know he cold. He do. I mean, he do a lot of stuff, bro. That's what make him cold. Yeah. He rebound, assist. Yeah, yeah, he can dribble. He can handle the rock. He can put the ball in his hand. Uh, Laurie Marketing, like I said, he really, really slept on. Yeah, he is really slept on because people don't know about him. Especially when the Bulls nah. made that trade to get him, I'm like, oh. yeah. And the Bulls really, man, they actually ended up in a good situation that people don't, that people really sleep on because when they got Chris Dunn, he started. I don't know if people paying attention because, like I said, they the Bulls. But I just be on this shit because I be on YouTube. Yeah. Chris Dunn then started the hoop. He didn't started the hoop. And Zach Levine coming back. Zach Levine, mark my word, gonna be a star. He's so? not gonna be. I know so. He gonna be a star, bro. He gonna have to get a max. Nah, I think he'd be a good like, long player. He'll be a good um, like a I think Victor Oladipo, but but Victor Oladipo gonna get a max. That's the thing. He gonna be a star. He gonna be a max. He at the All Star game. He gonna be a max. That's true. But so that's that's exactly the point where I see him. I wouldn't take him past right there. But I wouldn't take him past Oladipo right there. All Star because like somebody got injured. Yeah, but I mean he still like probably will get most improved player this year. Like people, people legit gonna put respect on his name because he winning. Yeah, that's the on, crazy he on, thing. He on a team where he he has to play like that though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, he he was on the situation like that before. I think, remember who was that nigga before when he uh before the Thunder? The thunder, then the Magic. The Magic, same situation. That's that's what it was. situation. You ain't got niggas over there where you can just that nigga Victor Allen, and he was straight with the Magic. That's why everybody thought. You know what I'm saying? With the Thunder, he was going to be good. Yeah, I like the way he was didn't college, work out. You know, I paid attention to him when he was at Indiana. Then, but uh, this shit? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's not I, and he, he, he got an all-around game, you know, offense. That ain't no, um, he, he hit the gym. That's all it really was. But he hit the gym this summer. Yeah. He hit the gym this summer and put in a lot of work on that strap mm -hmm. and getting to that wreck because hey, that boy came to play this shit. That's what everybody. That's what the, if everybody on the Lakers do that, and we add some, I feel like we really prime to to be the Knicks super team, bro. Yeah, how you feel? Uh, feel about them giving up Jordan Clarkson and uh, who else? Larry Nance. Um, Jordan Clarkson, I knew was gonna be gone, um, and I knew he was gonna flourish in the, in another role because he do what a lot of niggas can't. He can do what you can't teach. Put that bitch on the rim <laughs> on me, yeah, I and, like and he. And he got IQ, so it's not like a J.R. Smith where he just forcing shit. I mean, he did more than in L.A. Cause like you, you know, what I'm saying you in L.A. You can just. But when he playing with Cleveland, his IQ is ten times what we saw in L.A. Cause he know he playing in a winning situation. So, he put that bitch in the goal. So he has like this. Is what I think he got the opposite effect of what Victor Oladipo did. So he can't really carry a team, but he'll be a good role player. You know what I'm saying? A nice solid mm -hmm. player to uh. Help a team out. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily yeah, he can't carry like a team. The, the, the focal point of a team. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that role where he at is perfect for him because that's where he's going to be for the rest of his career. And, and a good team. Uh, as long as he keep playing, like, he don't got, he not too, like, he not too close to J.R. Smithish because J.R. Smithish would get crazy. Like, he can play smart, he can dribble so he can get it, and he can dish. he been doing that. So he's been looking perfect. And Bron fucking with him. It's kind of scaring me. Well, not really scaring me because I don't care if Bron come to L.A. or not. I'm not a Bron fan. Yeah. Um, if he do, you know, 
hey, I gotta be the little Laker fan, but if he don't, bro. I don't think he is after the trade, bro. Not even just that. If he was to leave Cleveland, it would mess up his legacy. Like he got all, he got every player that he wanted, and he, he can't just leave again after bringing them a championship, getting their hopes up, and then shitting on the city again. So my, I don't opinion, think he could. You might, you might. Well, I ain't made interrupting. Nah, you good? You interrupting? But nah, I'm saying, bro, it's he, LeBron. LeBron is gonna affect his legacy because think about it like this: when you think of Jordan, you could, you could. Uh, you think about the Bulls. When you think of Kobe, you think about the Lakers. Think of Shaq, you think about the Lakers. The same think thing. If anytime you're a superstar, you have to have that team where you connected to, you know what I'm saying? Or your legacy is going to be messed up. Magic Johnson, Lakers. So, Larry Bird, Celtics. Like, the players of his caliber, they just can't be team hopping because then it looks bad on your legacy. And then if you don't win the championships that you're chasing, that's, that's another mark. So, it's just like, if he leaves Cleveland again, bro, it's going to look bad on him. And then if he don't win a championship, if he leaves, same thing, bro. Like, at least same those, thing. Yeah, see, at least those players, they, they stuck out through the good and the bad. But, you know, I think he – I mean, I agree. Game. I 100% agree with every word you said, bro. But I just feel like for LeBron, being that he – I mean, he said – he already set this pavement up for the first super teams to where, like, you created that bit. Like, LeBron and paved the way. And I don't feel like he – and I feel like it's also been set up to where that – I mean, you – I don't know, bro. It, I'm really – I know LeBron don't care about leaving L.A. because I know he got two houses in L.A. And I know being that the the GM is, that's going on up top over there is not really how he wanted. He got the excuse to leave if they don't win. So it just set up perfectly for him. And like I said, who don't want to be in L.A.? We don't got to stay in L.A. Exactly. I mean, LeBron and Artie, he didn't already did shit that niggas disagree with. So his, and he made it to where Durant did shit even worse. And Durant don't care. He don't care that they're going to tarnish his legacy. He going to go get five rings. And I don't I don't think Durant care what niggas think about him going to the Warriors. I really, I truly don't. I think he happy in Golden State and Niggas, either way, is Durant. I mean, he did at first. Niggas, I think it's starting to die down now. But yeah, you. I mean, he, it's a hard decision. I can't lie. That's a hard, and that'd be a hard decision if LeBron left. But if LeBron came to LA and won three championships, I mean, if he win any champ, you know, he's gonna be. He had to be heating the Warriors. So niggas, either way. I think if he coming to LA, he's gonna be in the worst position at winning a championship at the moment. He gonna have to wait for those players to develop. But yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it's as much. I don't think it's as much, bro. Because I don't think. I mean, they gonna have to develop a year or so. I, I do agree. But bro, the type of niggas when it, I, the type of nigga LeBron is, bro, he don't need. I don't think he even need as much as as much as he has wanted to. I don't think he really need – he playing better without a sidekick. He playing better without a main nigga like Kyrie. Yeah, you can, say, yeah, you can say that, bro, but he played better with Kyrie, I feel like. And then Kevin Love is like his sidekick now. But I mean, he, Kevin Love ain't even played. He's not playing right now, but still, like, when Kevin Love – It ain't playoffs. I ain't even going to say that. You they, right. When they got to the finals that one year uh, without Kyrie, they, they were – Pretty, he was pretty good then. It was just like 
Kevin Love is just getting swallowed up in that in that Cavalier system to where it make him look like a bad player, which he's not. He just has to defer on uh, his his play because LeBron, of course, he's gonna control what goes on on the court. But I don't think I don't think Kevin Love is a bad player. And then, like you said, they they went ahead and they traded off all those other players, those role players. None of them were superstar players. And then they got better yeah. young players. So. See, and, and that that's important. So everybody that be like, you know what I'm saying, them niggas young, shit, the niggas he got now young. And if they draft a nigga, it's going to be another young nigga coming in because they got that Brooklyn pick. So, I mean, getting young is going to be the way to go for LeBron. Gonna have to to be honest with you, they going to have to go young. LeBron ain't going to have no shot. He, I mean, you wanted to go the veteran way, and before they made that trade, they had the oldest team in the league. And then they, you know what I'm saying, they adjusted. I just feel like the, the environment we got, we got niggas that don't give a fuck about scoring. And if you ever watching the little LA. Yeah, I just think, I think, I think Lonzo is the only player like that on the Lakers. But I feel like, I feel like when you play like that, Lonzo make other niggas like that. Because Kuzma, when he first came in, he was just shooting. His assist then went up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he a scorer. He know that's what he do, but his assist then went up. Ju, yeah. get fed. Ju just want to score. I ain't even going yeah. to in front of Ju. Ju, yeah. he's starting to throw a little more downs, but Ju want to score. But I feel like if you put a nigga like, if you put any superstar around there, them niggas no longer the focal point. That's what, like, if you put a nigga like PG plus another superstar, let's say AD or D Boogie, like, around our young talent, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard team to beat, cause we got the we got the matchup. The thing about and to your point about Kevin Love, it's not that the nigga's sorry, bro. He just don't fit this game no more, cause I mean the, the position he played, the niggas just so athletic, and they just bang on him and make him like a little bitch. I mean he stretched the floor. That's his. Yeah, that's he stretched the floor. That's his main thing. I mean I ain't gonna say. I guess that's the point, cause that's what we do. We stretch the floor instead of banging in the paint. But defensively, he just he's so. Niggas just gonna go at him, and when you your team always in the finals against the Warriors, who you gotta see Draymond, who is a perfect fit for a nigga like you, because I can get out here on the wing, and I'm banging on you in the paint, so it just don't work ever against them. Yeah, it make Kevin look. I don't know if they gonna uh, beat the Celtics still, bro. Especially depending on what seed they get, it might be a tough road for the Cavs. You know what I'm saying? If they gotta go. You're not lying. You're not lying. They gotta go. I wanna against, see these yeah, niggas. Yeah, they gonna get, and they they gonna meet. The Celtics in the uh, in the conference finals, and the Celtics not no team to sleep on, bro. They got a nice squad too. Hey, they talking about Gordon, Mike. Hey, you you, you I hundred percent agree. That the Celtics got. I'm telling you, but these young squads, these hey, you know who else we got? I might have to finally show some respect to Toronto as well, because they got the best record in the league. DeMar I'm in the East right now. Up this year. He must have watched a bunch of Kobe films, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even playing, bro. But I'll be watching DeMar DeRozan highlights. I think he might have the best post back-to-the-basket type footwork yeah. in the league. Yeah. Like, that dude be boo. He, be, he, he, from, uh, he from the old generation. We got to put some respect on their name. We got to put some respect on the Bucks' name. Philly, you got to put some respect on Philly name, too. Yeah, you know, I ain't yeah, the bus in a couple years, they're going to be some contenders. Definitely. I mean, Jabari is going to get back going. Yeah, he ain't going to be – I don't think he's going to be on the books too long. They're going to get rid of him. You know, he, he hasn't completed a season this whole time. He played with them, I don't think. But, nah, I think he keep 
But he gonna be a stud, bro. He gonna be a stud. I don't think they gonna give up on him. Especially depending on how much he asked for in this uh, off season, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? When you get so much like promise, it's like Joel and B, bro. What if they would have? I told him, even though he kept, what he get two straight years, I said, bro. When I seen him play for that little bit of college, I said that guy has some amazing skill. And the, the All Star game, that that confirmed it because I seen plays. He was just put like him and LeBron. LeBron try to guard. LeBron can't guard Joel Embiid. Like he can't do that shit, fool. Like if they ever was to match up in that, that's they exploit, bro. When they be putting LeBron at the five, he can guard. Usually guard most of the centers. But if that shit ever happen, even though Joel Embiid can't guard LeBron, he cannot guard that nigga, bro. He's too little. Can't guard him, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Usually that showed in the All Star game. That's exactly what I'm saying. I seen him post. I said, okay, let's see. That nigga, boom, boom. I said. Joe and B, some serious, bro. Yeah, bro. Don't ever let. Hey, if they would have, what if they would have drafted like Jason Tatum, bro? They'd be a nice squad. That'd be a nice squad. But now I know when they got they got Ben Simmons, bro. He he he. he a That's what I'm saying. Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum. No, but the thing is, Jason Tatum play without the ball. He trying to score, so he just fit right in. See, Ben Simmons want the ball in his hand. Jason Tatum not no point guard. He ain't never been. He don't want the hell like that. He just want to score, and that's exactly what they do. They have a nice team, bro, and they'll be big because Jason Tatum is big. Yeah, I think they need a um a more uh, consistent point guard. Oh, well, they got folks. I forget they have folks, but, you know, he, he – Man, he ain't never – he ain't nothing. We ain't putting no consistent nothing on him. This nigga ain't touched the – they want to talk about Lonzo being the bus. This nigga – can't arm got hurt and forgot how to shoot, yeah, so he not playing. That was horrible. That was horrible. Yeah, it's so how you forget how to shoot? You made it to the NBA. Nah, it wasn't even that. I heard that like uh, his. Uh, he got coach. injured and then they tried to change his shot, and I think he just fucked him up mentally. Yeah, bro. Shit, I changed my shot when I was in the eighth grade. That shit, it took me a minute to get adjusted to. Get that hoe going. Yeah, but cause I used to always shoot rainbow shots, and then like. Some dude at the red told me, hey, man, you got to put a flick on your wrist. Man, I said, that's what the my whole Old school at the red. Yeah, no, that ain't good. Yeah, like the, uh, one thing I had a problem with the All-Star game, bro, team stuff, they, they were up by 13, bro, and they blew that lead with less than five minutes. So, yeah, yeah I it might have seemed competitive, lose. but them boys, they was – they they, they uh, laid down too early. The, uh, and then that nigga Steph had the last play. He should have came off of it. Yeah. He had held it, and the rank gonna come double because them niggas want to beat him. And DeMar DeRozan so wasn't aware of the score of the game. He was about to drive, and then he, he stepped back, did that spin move, and tried to uh, hold yeah, up. Yeah, and got his yeah, Kyrie hit a nasty move, bro. You see the move? Bro, you seen that shit? Oh, my God. That, <laughs> nigga uh, had a fake behind the back. He, he, he I think Kyrie got the best handles yeah. I ever seen. I keep telling people that. I love Allen Iverson. Steph Curry can dribble. It's a lot of old school niggas that can dribble, but they don't have nothing on that nigga. Kyrie heard him, bro. Yeah, and I honestly don't said, even think that it's that they don't have nothing on them. It's like, of course, the game changes, and you got to go with the game. They can't. You can't. Continue to do the same moves that they did in the past. 
In the past, they didn't have. I don't see niggas dribble with the swag that we do these days. That's just how it come. You know, like, niggas dribble wide and they put a little sauce in it. They didn't do that back in the old days. They just hit you with that big and go. <laughs> so, they ain't I mean, never seen those. Obviously, in Tim Hardaway. He brought it. Yeah, he yeah. started to bring it in. But even AI, he didn't put too much. He just gave you that first really boom. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, AI. But crossover. this dude, yeah. yeah, Kyrie and Curry bring, like, a little more sauce with it yeah. to where it's. And that, that stuff he do is scary. And then how he finished below the rim without having athleticism, oh it's like, I don't know how he practiced the yeah, just like, NBA shots out. I'd be like, bro, how the fuck you make that? Like B. B every time, bro, every time. He get fired away. I remember in the playoffs, he went off for 40. It looked like that every shot. He started to look unstoppable. Then I started to really see, bro, this dude Kyrie might be better than I think he is. That's when I, I he got his respect when he started getting them forty. He started drop him and Brian drop forty together. That's like oh good. Yeah, he just had to get from under uh, Brian Wing because he was taking. Yeah, he looked free. Yeah, that's some Kobe shit, bro. <laughs> and that's how I know Kyrie on he on another level. Even though you're a stupid nigga, talking about the earth is flat and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he when he he wanted them. Locked in, niggas. Like, you know, like Kobe. I could tell. I be watching this interview and shit. You could tell. He locked in. Yeah. He get that assassin. But he get that. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Kobe be mentoring him. So I already know. It's certain niggas that Kobe mentor. You know they. Yeah, that nigga Stephen A. call him Kobe Jr. Yeah, yeah, for real. But yeah, he honestly, like, he get. He, he probably got. But I know he got better handles than Kobe. The only thing that probably stopped him is his defense from being like. Going that extra level, but you know what I'm saying. From, it's probably I don't know. He just got to lead. For me, I don't think his defense. I don't think his defense as bad as people think it is. Like he at least bad, can play ain't, defense. Ain't Kobe level, it's just not. Oh, definitely not Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, defense not that bad. A superstar on both sides of the ball. Is what I mean. Mm -mm. It's hard to be. It's hard to be that at the point guard. It's extremely hard because you can't really name one. Cause I can't niggas want to throw Russell Westbrook in there, but he's definitely not. Yeah. Chris yeah. Paul really is the closest we can get. Yeah, Cause he constantly make the all defensive team, yeah. first all defensive team. But it's hard to do this shit at the one, especially if the right niggas coming. Yeah. Even scrub nights, you can you like oh we playing the Suns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Deep. you got in the West, you got uh the Warriors. Absolutely. Alright, who you got in the East? I don't know. I'm I'm, going, I'm rocking with Boston. Yeah, I'm rocking with. I'm hoping. I'm hoping Boston come out. Yeah, I'm hoping for uh, an upset on both sides. I got I got the Rockets and I got Boston on the other side. I'm down here, so you know I can't rock with the Rockets. Yeah, I hear you, bro. Them niggas be giving you hell. I know. Giving me fucking hell. I was arguing with this dude the other day, talking about like he wanted to discount everything before now because he felt like James Harden hadn't had help. You know, he said you. You know, you can't win without two superstars. You know, so I rolled the old Dirk bowling ball yeah. down the lane. <laughs> exactly. Nah, but dude was, you know what I'm saying? I, I told him this year, he was like, so the Warriors the best team in the league, right? I was like, yeah, that, that, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they're the best team. So he was using that as an excuse. So he's like, when, when we lose, that's what I'm going to say. They're the best team in the league. They're supposed to do that. I was like, bro, the best team in the league don't win every year. Yeah. I said, and that's in every sport. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of, it's too many non-factors that, you know, play into it. 
injuries, you know, matchups. Because you'll see a team that really matches up better than you, but you don't got to see them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I told dude, like how Brun be. You know, last year, they, I don't know who it was, but with they, you know, they lost on, they sat niggas and strategically lost games so they can get the matchup they wanted. Stuff like that playing a factor too. But, I mean, Golden State is definitely the best team in the league. But Houston definitely equipped to take them on, so he he don't have no excuse this shit. He picked up Joe Johnson. Houston. Yeah. yeah, Houston don't have no excuse. If James Harden and James Harden played the MVP right now, league style right now, he MVP. So I told you, I said, hey, he don't win this shit. Don't don't bring no excuses. He just don't show up in playoffs because that's why I feel about James Harden right now. Yeah. I ain't seen him show up in playoffs yeah, he yet. Just play defense, bro. Honestly, you know, like the the turn, like the point turnover rate, like like if he played defense just a little harder, bro, just go give it all. Just forget about scoring all the time. He just got that scoring mentality to where he don't want to exert all his energy on defense. But bro, you gotta, you're not, you're not playing with a whole bunch of scrubs anymore. You're like you could yeah, let, you let go now. You don't have to conserve your energy for offense. You have, you have Chris Paul. You have Eric Gordon. You like, you got a squad now. And Joe Johnson, he, he, he a sharp shooter. So it's like, bro, you just. You boys got a home, squad. Yeah. The boys, hey, hey. The Warriors don't want to match up with them. I ain't gonna lie. They gonna still don't got nobody that can guard KD yeah, or Steph. Cause Chris Paul be getting killed by Steph. Nobody don't want to admit it. But yeah, I mean, guard, uh, guard. Well, I guess Clay Thompson. He he a lockdown defender. He can lock down. Why they just put KD on them? If you get that crucial. Yeah, that's true. It ain't like he gonna be guarding uh. Nobody else. I mean, that's their two superstars. KD get the wrong. And like I said, who they gonna have on him? Like Trevor and Bob Mute. Yeah, yeah. I think about it now. I, I want the Rockets to beat the Warriors. I'm tired of seeing them in the finals, but it's gonna be good. It's gonna it, be a bro, great series, like, yeah. but it's gonna. Even though they've been beating their head, well, winning in the regular season, when that matchup come in playoffs, it's a different dog. Cause them boys locked in. All them extra niggas, not even they sitting on the bench, so ain't no extra woo woo. And niggas know what's coming, bro. These boys be locked in, loaded. Steph know he he gotta show up this year in playoffs. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's change gears real quick. Now I'm gonna let you go, bro. Uh, how you think? What you think about the Cowboys not signing uh Tank Lawrence yet? I don't know, bro. They pro- I'm I'm probably agreeing with him on the franchise tag. I need to see some more. Even though you know, boys don't. You know, mentally, boys thinking like we can't afford that nigga to walk. He already didn't express that he not tripping. He, I didn't got from him the vibe. I didn't got from him. He not doing no tripping. He gonna let his play do the talking. He don't do no talk about the contract. If you ever watch any interviews, he said it's gonna take care of itself. So I know he want to be here. He'll probably get the franchise tag. If he ball, he'll go prove it again. And then you know, what I'm saying he get the bag he looking for. Yeah, we can't afford to lose him. That's all I gotta say about that, bro. I'm gonna he be definitely can't. You definitely can't, boy. That'll be the stupidest, stupidest thing. I don't, I, but I don't, I don't think it's a problem. I, I, I definitely don't even take it there, bro. That's why I ain't even reading no articles on it because I know he ain't going nowhere. He know where he need. He know where he want to be. He, he rock with us. That's true. Bro. All right, bro. I let you go. Appreciate it, bro. Alrighty, bro. Twitter. I'm good. Hey, it's the boy Marky B here to let you guys know. I open up the mirror lobes. Put this in your ear. Cause you're listening to the Twitter podcast. But
poppin'. Hey, what it do, boy? What you on? I'm chillin', chillin'. What you doing? Shit, nothing. Just on the ones and twos, you know, on my producing thing hey. right now. Hey, so the, who you in the studio with? You in there, Dolo? Yeah, I'm in here, Dolo. I just got off the phone with uh, Chris and my partner, Reggie. Uh, I, talk, I called them both, and we, uh, we uh, mentioned, like, the Black Panthers, and we talked about, like, the All-Star game and stuff like that. Oh, I said, okay, okay. But you got any, uh, what you, you had anything you wanted to say? Have you seen Black Panther yet? Shit, we could, did you talk about the, um, the shooting at oh, that nah. school? Nah, we ain't got into that. I was going to see, let's save all the political stuff for you. Yeah, yeah, we could, we could get down with that political shit. Already, already. So, uh, we're not going to mention that Buster name. Uh, so we just going to call him, all right. uh, Little 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 b boy or whatever you want, yeah. whatever you want to call yeah, him. But um, we, we ain't giving him no attention, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's what they want. Yeah. But yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think about the whole thing, bro? Like all together, like not just the school shooting, but like gun control. What's your viewpoint on it? Man, my my view on it is basically, I mean. To a certain extent, like, dang, it's it's hard because I don't feel like you could take the take away the guns from the people, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, you could, you could do background checks on these on some of these people, and you could do like mental health checks, but for a lot of these cats, they don't go crazy until they they're not, you know what I'm saying? They're not mentally unstable until they go crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like. Like a lot of them don't show don't show signs of anything until that one day they just get pushed to that edge, and I mean that's not the case for this kid, but it's just like but saying all that at the end of the day, we got to do something because for the past eight years Obama was trying to do something, but the Congress wouldn't let him do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people people were always talking about oh, Obama is gonna walk up to people's houses and take their guns away or something like that. And Obama's not going to do that. If anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Trump. That's the sauce. That's the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He go. He gonna play. He gonna play it to. His, he gonna play it to his people. Like you know, we're taking the, we're taking the guns out of the hands of, of the dangerous people. Well, and that's the thing too. Honestly, I feel like any gun law is going to put. I feel like it's going to put people of color at a disadvantage. Of course. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, as far as like, background checks or any or something like that, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna put people like us at a disadvantage because we're the ones that's gonna end up not being able to get certain certain weapons at the end of the day. And exactly, and if you know and like it's gonna get to the point, you know, like they was doing in New York at one time where they did like the stop and not just New York, I think New Jersey as well, where they would do the stop and frisk, and the majority of the people they were stopping were. African American and Latino, and then of course you think about Texas. Then that's majority of the people that's here. So if we, if they do make that type of law, like to where they don't want people to have guns anymore, yeah, we're gonna receive majority of the backlash from that. The majority we're gonna see larger um, what's it called uh, an increase in the police. I mean, uh, jail population amongst Black people and Mexicans. I mean, Latinos. 
when if they were to do that. So I wouldn't even say they should take people's guns away or they should restrict uh, guns. My, like you said, I think they should do a, a more in-depth background check. And then people shouldn't be able to walk out with a with a gun the same day. You know what I'm saying? Like you, a background yeah. check shouldn't be like, oh, let me check this database. Nah. Do what job jobs do, like you know what I'm saying. Go into detail. They they look at your social media. They look at if, whether or not you might have. Uh, I don't know if jobs do this, but they might look at like your uh, your uh, medical records and see if you have any type of mental stability or instability. So my my whole thing is like it shouldn't be so easy to have a to get a gun, especially a assault rifle like that way he had an AR-15. Exactly. But. And that's a th- that's the thing because and the law it's the law in Texas is the same as in Florida. You know you can't you can't get a get a pistol in Texas and Florida until you're 21. But once you turn 18, you can get a rifle. Yeah. So you could get an AR-15. Yeah. You could get an M16 by the by the time you turn 18. You know what I'm saying? When it should really be the other way around. Exactly, for real though. And uh, it's like how people keep making excuses for him. And things like that. Even his uh his foster the parents he was living with his friends parents he was staying with at the time, they said that he they he brought in guns into their house and they just locked it up, and somehow he got the key to it. It's like sometimes you just gotta look at the signs and stuff like that. And then how they say, uh, he lost his parents and uh his foster I mean his adopted parents he lost them as well. It was like bro people. In the urban community, go through that as well, and they don't get that type of that that type of uh, remorse, or anybody don't yeah, show any type of sympathy doubt. to them. They all they all have that one that one uh, narrative that all oh, they were thugs or the black uh, is violence in the black community, but they don't want to look at the mental stability instability of what's going on in the community. That's what I'm but when it comes to him, who a man who killed. 17 people they want to do all this background information and make it seem like he just had a such a hard life when there's so many people who have it harder than them they don't go out and shoot innocent kids you know what i'm saying so that's what i'm saying it's It's people it's people with all kinds of mental mental illnesses ptsd you know what i'm saying autism that don't go around shooting people you know what i'm saying shooting kids kids that ain't that haven't even had a chance to you know what I'm saying? That like there's kids really, really going to school trying to, trying to learn something. They're not expect. They're not expecting this man to. And that's what he, that's what he was. I hate how they try how they try to call him a kid. You know what I'm saying? We can't try to hu- we can't try to humanize this cat. This cat was a monster. Yeah, he was. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. How they how they try to make him look in the media, and then when it, because, when someone kills one person, like a black man kills one person, it's like. Uh, he's a monster. Like a, he's a thug. The monster. Lock, lock him away. Put him in. Put him in. Oh, get shit. him up with old spark. Yeah. Or even when we get killed by someone, they they want to go into our background and say, oh, he was he 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 did drugs. He been arrested for uh, uh, weed charges and things like that. But even it, like I'm, well, how you gonna look? Uh, try to find some negative about the victim when you're trying to find everything positive or trying to make sense of what he did, this uh this monster, what he did. It's crazy to me. Exactly. Man. But shit, it's like, this is where we live in. Even Trump, man, like, 
he 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 spoke on the subject. He was like, uh, they should have been more aware, but how he did it, he was like, instead of like the FBI worrying about my Russia contacts, they should have been more focused on this kid. I was like, really? Exactly, and that that's the that's the part that fucked me up. The fact that he he turned it he turned it on himself. You know what I'm saying? And it's like there's no reason to turn there's no reason to turn it on you. That's how I know he has a guilty he has a guilty conscience about you know the Russia shit because he's just like he's, he like like how are you gonna how are you gonna just tweet something like that and make it about you when it's not about you? And then while while there's two while there's two families having their funerals for that kid, you right down the street in Mar-a-Lago playing golf again. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's just it's just like damn. Like, I don't even know what to say about it. Like, I honestly, like, I see videos about, like, the shooting and stuff on Facebook and, like, some people Snapchatting and things like that. I'm like, bro, I can't yeah. even click on it. It's like, it, it just make me uneasy. I couldn't even, I couldn't even find it hard to click on this stuff, bro. I just read the caption. I'm like, nah, I'm not, not going to even view it because, like, just to think about it, if I was in that scenario, bro, like, I have, I had a gun pulled on me and dude and bust it, but it still is, like, all right, you still feel some type of way about it. And to hear the gunshots going and just to have that thought in your mind, oh man, I might be next. Oh, I'm going to be next. He's coming down the hallways. Like that's, that's the most I'm, fearful thing you could think of. That's what I'm saying. Cause, cause tr- trust me, I had I had a gun pulled on me one time. It was just a little pistol, but it, that shit sticks with you forever. Yeah, I can't imagine. Right. Being, I can't imagine being in a place where there's somebody with an assault rifle just going around shooting your friends up, shooting your teachers up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you, and it's somebody that it's somebody that you went you went to school with. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you kind of know this dude. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. I don't know if you heard that, but the F, the FBI got got several tips about this dude, and they didn't follow up on them. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? Yeah. So the F, the FBI knew about it and they came out and admitted it too yeah man that's a that's a crazy that's a crazy thing about it so it's kind of it's kind of like the the government just failed our kids as a whole yeah that's true they like because we should have we should have been done something about about gun violence and we should have you know what I'm saying and they had they had a chance to at least at least know this let, let this kid know like yo we got an eye on you you know what I'm saying yeah, but they didn't. Like what Trump said was somewhat true. Like not in the, not in the effects of what he how he said it, but like it does seem like they were worried about the wrong thing, or they worried about the wrong things instead of the things that they need to be worried about. And then I'm sure it's enough FBI agents out there to keep tabs on someone with a mental illness who has purchased these type of assault rifles. But you know, you know they, they're too worried about the other communities because we have guns in urban communities and things like that but i hate to make sure the shit like this about race but it kind of it kind of is you know what i'm saying ever since columbine for some reason for some reason it's all it's always those those white kids that just get they just go over that edge for whatever reason you know what i'm saying yeah yeah like you said it is it is somewhat about race because when we look into the media and they and they criticize black people about the crimes that they might commit or a, a suspect of a crime that they might have uh, committed, the rhetoric is different when they talk about a white kid that might have committed the same crime or even worse 
or even like I was saying before, even a victim of a crime who's a black man, they might the rhetoric is different. They they try to find a way to dehumanize black people. Like you, you, exactly. yeah, you can say you don't want to make it about race, but when you watch the media, like that's all you could think of. Like, and let me let me tell you, let me tell you what else is fucked up about it on a on a race tip. Like, I'm not gonna say his last name, but the kid the kid's last name, you know, he had a he had a Cuban last name. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And if you go on the internet and see what the white people are saying, the white people are quick to not claim. I'm talking about he's Hispanic. He's Hispanic. But he's not. He was a, he was adopted by a family that had that last name. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Is a is a. You know what I'm saying? And I I don't mean to, I don't mean to put that on all white people, but the he was a white kid. At the end of the day. Yeah, and like yeah, of course I'm not I'm not blaming all white people for for yeah. his for yeah. his actions, but I'm just I'm just putting the pressure on the media on how they covering the the the, the news topic. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Have the same energy you have with any other suspect. Don't try to human, like you said, humanize him just because the color of his skin. Because, of course, on the outside looking, you might they might not even know that they're doing it. But when you're when you're on the outside looking in and you see how they talk about a black person, then you see how they talked about this guy. It's like it's something wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's because yeah. they never they never they never say shit like oh the 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 entire system failed this young black man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're talking about this kid and they're talking about that, that other, that other kid who just did something not too long ago. I, you know, the kid that they took to Burger King or whatever. You oh, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I want yeah. I want say, I want say his name either. But you went in South Carolina, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And, and that's a, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I like talking about it, but it makes, it makes me mad talking about it too. Cause it's like, you're going to take, you're going to take, you gonna take these guys to Burger King? You gonna like? I I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how they be arresting these guys and they don't have to scratch on them. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. That's another point I was gonna make. Like, they, like honestly, if you think about it, oh boy, who shot up the school? He should have. He should have been dead. Like he shouldn't even be on been. trial right now. Like he should have a hole and, in his head. But you know it's it's different. You know what I'm saying? They don't fear for their lives when it comes to stuff like that. He, this man just killed 17 people, but yet no cop fear for their life to where they would think they had to shoot him. That's and that's what I'm saying. And the the thing is too, like, like at the at the end of the, at the end of the day, this kid this kid was a coward because before it happened, he was talking a whole bunch of hot shit about. You know, I want to. I want to go out. I want to go out shooting up, um, killing a whole bunch of police officers. Whoopie bam! And then when the when the time comes for shit to go down, he drop he drops the weapon, gets his way out the school, and runs away because he didn't really want that smoke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how. That's how I know. That's how I know you can't you can't blame something like that on mental illness because he knew what he was doing. That's why he ran away. Yeah. If he didn't if if he didn't know what he was doing, he would have just like. You know he would have he would have stayed there and went and went down by the sword, but he didn't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. But let's let's switch gears, man. Uh, yeah, I know you're the boxing expert. You you know a lot about boxing. What you think of that Danny Garcia fighting? Uh, what's his Ooh. name? Rios. Yeah, Brandon Rios. Brandon, Brandon Rivers. Yeah, man. 
let me tell you something. People didn't give people didn't give Brandon a shot, but he went. Did you watch the fight? Yeah, I didn't watch the fight. I saw the knockout though. And I but saw like that. let me tell you something, Brandon. Brandon went in there and he put and he was putting that pressure on Danny. And he was putting in good work, but Danny just, you know, after I say, I mean, even at the beginning of the fight, Danny kind of just he just started to separate himself and separate himself with his skills. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was. I like I like the lateral movement that he was using because that's not something I knew. I didn't think he could do that. But you know he pulled he pulled another he pulled another trick out of his bag. He started using that lateral movement, and it was harder for Brandon to hit him. And Brandon just man, he was doing he was doing good, but Danny was pretty much landing that right hand all night. Yeah. And Brandon threw out Brandon threw out that weak jab, and he just pulled it back. He just pulled it back too slow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I saw that. And he just yeah, got the, got yeah and, and Danny just. Danny just put him in the hands. dirt. Yeah, but yeah, that might be the knock. That yeah. might be the knockout of the year. Two things on that. Two things on that fight. There's mainly the after thing. The um, after the fight, the post fight stuff. So you think With Sean, Sean Porter? Yeah, you think Sean Porter got a chance against him? Against him, uh, seeing how Brandon Rios did. Dang, that's a that's the thing because Sean Porter and Brandon Rios kind of fight the same, but Sean Porter's a little bit quicker. A little bit stronger, mm. you know what I'm saying. Mm. And fighter, fighters like fighters like that give a lot of give a lot of problems to Danny. You know what I'm saying. Like he got, I can't remember he he got a he got a gift decision against Lamont Peterson and somebody else. I can't remember who, but Danny, I think Danny can beat Sean Porter, but it's that's a dang that's a tough fight. But I think. I think Danny beats him. I think Danny knocks him out. Hey, I, don't, I don't know. I don't I know. Th- I don't know about that one. I think Sean Porter got Danny. Uh, the second thing I wanted to say about it, uh, after uh, Danny Garcia, like before Sean Porter got in the ring, Danny Garcia caught a Keith Thurman. And you saw Keith Thurman was acting like, yeah, I'll fight you. Break it on. I I'm, I'm want that money. That's what he said, right? You remember that? Yeah. Okay. But so, this- that, uh, no, okay, let me make this point first before you get into it. All right. All right, so when right. Keith Thurman came back, what was the, and they asked him about Earl Spence. His number one thing that he said is, I, I got to get back into the swing of things. I got to get my body back right, right? That was his words. Yeah. Okay, so so he's ready to fight Danny Garcia. Somebody, I believe he beat Danny Garcia, right? Yeah, he beat him. He beat him good too. Okay, so yeah, so he's ready to fight Danny Garcia. And when you say Danny Garcia is a is a great, a good fighter, right? Top top fighter in his weight yeah, class. Yeah, I say so. Okay, he's a, so he's a top, he's so, a top three fighter in the welterweight division. Okay, all right. You so you with me? You with me? Okay, so why is it? Yeah. Why is Keith Thurman dodging Earl Spence? Because when, we, when we talk, when we talk, you say he's not dodging him. Uh, Earl Spence just not ready for him. Whatever, whatever no, you say. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you like this. Keith, Thur- Keith Thurman, Keith Thurman got injured in his, in his, um, in his training camp leading up to the Danny Garcia fight. He injured his elbow, so he wasn't a hundred percent for that fight. You know what I'm saying? And he, and he still beat Danny. So. Now that Errol, now that Errol Spence is a champion, what Keith wants to do is he wants to get one tune-up fight, maybe against Jesse Vargas, because I know for a fact he's going to fight in May, 
and that he's going to have one more fight at the end of 2018, which I don't think is going to be Errol Spence. I think it's going to be, it's probably going to be the winner of John Porter and Danny Garcia. You know what I'm saying? So I think what Keith Thurman wants to do is he wants to build up that Errol Spence fight and get it and make as much money as possible. And he wants to make sure that his elbow is at a hundred percent because his, his injury was, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was like bone spurs or something like that. So he had, he had loose bodies floating around in his elbow. So that, you know, that caused a lot of inflammation and he wasn't able to, you know, he wasn't able to go hard with that right hand like he wanted to in the, in the Garcia fight, which shows me that if he was a hundred percent healthy in that Danny Garcia fight, he might've knocked him out because he had him rocked a couple of times in that fight. Yeah. But my thing, my main thing is, he, for Errol Spence, he wants to make sure that he's at 100%. You know what I'm saying? Because he knows Errol Spence is a dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he, know, and he knows, he knows. you know, Keith Thurman versus Errol Spence is probably, aside from Anthony Joshua versus versus um, Deontay Wilder, yeah. I think Spence versus Thurman is the, is the biggest fight in boxing. So he wants to make as much money as possible for that fight. You know, he wants that fight to be, you know, mainstream, all that type of shit. So they can, so they can both cash out on it. Yeah, I hear. But you. as far as far as as far as ducking, I think the only person that's really ducking Earl Spence is Sean Porter. And let me tell you why, because Sean Porter lost the IBF welterweight title to Kell Brook. Um, Spence Errol, Brook, yeah. Er, yeah, Errol Spence went to went to England and beat Kel and beat Kel Brook, stoned him, knocked his ass out, broke his orbital. Yeah. So, so now Errol Spence, Errol Spence is because the the IBF title is kind of like a stepping stone title. So Errol Spence is kind of like you know I'm the champion, so I got that free smoke. Whoever wanted can get it. You know what I'm saying? But Sean Porter's like, oh, I only want to fight Keith Thurman. I only want to fight Danny Garcia. The reason for that is Sean Porter. Sean Porter knows what it is with him and Errol Spence. You know what I'm saying? That Danny Gar- Danny Garcia and Keith Thurman would would be. I, I think I think Errol Spence would would beat Danny Garcia pretty easy, but it would still be a tough fight. And I think the fight with Errol Spence and Keith Thurman would be a fifty fifty fight. But if Sean Porter fights Errol Spence. That's the end of Sean Porter's career. You think That's so? It. Yeah, Sean, Errol, Errol, Errol going to dog him. Errol going to dog him because he's Sean, Sean Porter's Sean Porter. I mean, he's a, he's a good fighter, but he's pretty much a he's a straight he's a straight up and down fighter. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna he's not gonna do anything that Errol Spence hasn't seen before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he's gonna and his his power is is just. I don't think I don't think he has Canelo power, but I feel like he has Charlo power. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So he he won't be. So once once Errol hits him, he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to just come in like a linebacker like he likes to do. Yeah, so he he would be food he'd be food for Errol Spence. So Sean Porter is the only buddy that the only person that I really really think is ducking Errol Spence. Okay, that was a good way to defend uh, Thurman to to help him out, you know. But he is ducking <laughs> Spence too. But you know, what I'm saying we can go with that. I think Porter don't want. I I know Porter don't want it with Spence. Like you said, he lost to Kell Brooks, but yeah. So 
We'll see, man. That's all I got to say about that, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on uh, on the Twitter podcast, man. We got to do this more often. Yeah, well, yeah, bro. I appreciate you for having me. Ain't no problem, man. You take it easy. All right, my brother? Hell yeah. You too. Stay safe out there. All right, you too, bro. Hey, that was the boy T, Terrence, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to go ahead and wrap up this segment of That's What I'm Talking About. It's your boy Marky B. We have my boy Reggie on. We have my boy Chris on. And then you just heard Terrence. And we just going to be up out of here. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Thank you guys for listening. Thank y'all for putting this in your head, baby. And we out this joint.